This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's and clean sheets this season, so don't forget your Muck Nuggets are closer than you think with Muck Delivery. The only thing left to say is, you in? Order now in the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app are participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for further details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back, everyone, to the Swans Cast podcast, where I'm joined today by the Send Him Off podcast as well. Kind of like a little bit of a collaboration here. We've got Alex and we've got Sam joining for this week's episode, uh, where we're going to discuss all things Swansea, the current form, the thumping at Burnley, and obviously play a little game at the end. What was the team when? And this time it's going to be Swansea played Reading in 2011. Everyone will remember that game, the playoff final. So maybe it's a little bit easy the first time we've done it with guests but we'll see which one of them really knows their Swansea City history I guess um, I mean it's, it's what going on 10 it's 11 years now it seems a long time since we got to the Premier League so see how good your memories are I guess but how have you two been anyway I haven't spoke to you for a while yeah, it's been a while isn't it not too bad you know, right, yeah life's, life's going uh, Swans, Swans were flying crash back down to earth now weren't they yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get into the details of that. Uh, Sam, what have you been up to? Um, well, just a uh, bit of pod, really, and work, innit? Uh, we've been uh, podding pod away. But, uh, no, I'm podding away, Sam. It's, nice, it's n- nice to see that the uh, the Swans have crashed back down to earth just in time for me to be back in the stadium. I've missed a few <laughs> games. Genuinely, I was saying to Alex, um, I worked out that this is fantastic, right? Since the start of the season, in person or, t- or on TV... Club or international, I've not watched my team win this season or ever. Yeah, this season. If it was ever, all the victories I've been like gigging or um, I've been busy. Uh, the one, the Watford game on TV, um, I was out, so I could <laughs> I could watch it. Uh, Wales haven't won. I went to see the Wales women, but not the one they won. It was the nil nil. <laughs> And we got so again. It's been a tough whole okay. season for Sam. Here's the important question. Here's the important question, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm quite scared to ask this question. Actually, are you going to be watching Swansea against Cardiff <laughs> someday? Uh, possibly. I haven't right. got my hands Let's on the ticket Let's yet, Alex but I definitely, definitely yeah, no, be watching on watching TV. Swans cast. I've not managed to blind myself a ticket Game over. Podcast ended, guys. Thanks for listening this week, and we'll we'll catch you a month after we've lost. On Sunday, and I'm joking. Obviously, we're not going to lose on Sunday. Let's, let's not jinx it. Alex, the curse is going to be broken. 
Um, or you're not going to watch the game. Either one. Not Alex, sorry, Sam. Either one. Alex is going to stop Sam watching the game. Um, Whatever tickets are available, just send them send them just, another way. If you Doesn't see this matter. man down the stadium, do not let yeah. him in. <laughs> he's, he's in a shifty black cap. But uh, no, look, I, I'm I'm reasonably... Because at the time of recording, we're playing Red in tomorrow. I'm yeah. reasonably confident about tomorrow. I feel like okay. Red in one of those teams, you, you just don't know, do you? They, they, they're sort of hot and cold. I feel like we're going to catch them on a cold, uh, on a cold spell. Well, before we That's do me. get into that football, if you're reasonably confident, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you to uh, give you the give you the grief or the uh, I don't know <laughs> support you with wisdom after after the podcast and after the game? Yeah, so uh, you can find us uh, on pretty much all streaming sites. If you just search for "Send Them Off Podcast," um, we like having a bit of a well, we're a bit stupid and we are. To be fair, we Very. don't take things too seriously. We have yeah. a bit of a laugh, but we like to have a guest on. Particularly, we like having comedians on a lot, and mm. um, and we like to speak to them mainly about their football memories. And some of them are very funny, uh, but you get the odd the odd heartwarming moment than we are. Yeah, and again, we we like but, to uh, make sure we balance it. So if, if yeah, it's got to have a serious it? moment. So uh, exactly. yeah, but social media wise, we're on Twitter uh, at Send Him Off Pod. Uh, Instagrams at Cinema Podcast. Uh, TikTok is something like that as well. TikTok. Keep an eye out for our TikTok. Uh, yeah, we are we are working on a TikTok. Yes. Getting like down with the kids and because uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently we need more TikTok presence. So well, yeah, that's that's where you can find us. We'd we'd love you to come along for the ride. I'll try and link it all in the comments below. Um, oh, what a gentleman. Yeah. And uh, maybe you can give me some TikTok tips as well. We're trying to get a bit more presence there. I keep getting told us where to be. We had a good video there the other day, but it was just a video I recorded when we were up at the West Brom game, and that went a bit viral for our Ooh. standards. For our standards, it had, I think, Check 200k views now, which is crazy. 200k views? All it is is Oberfemi shouting, you jack bastard, back of the fans. <laughs> and everyone in the comments is like, why is everyone saying, you fat bastard? Like... <laughs> Obviously, all the people I've seen on TikTok who aren't Swans fans don't understand what's going on, and they're like, "I don't think." I don't, to be what? fair, mate, I don't think Cardiff fans understand. Uh... Well, there's a couple of them in the comments, and they're saying that we nicked their chant. Apparently, I I don't get that one either. I'm not even gonna go there. No, I know. No, <laughs> interesting breed, and they up the road. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's been a most viral video. Um, other than that, we get like two K max, so a little bit of a difference, but um. That's just putting clips of the podcast on. I don't really know the best place to like all this stuff you see on there, people editing and that. Other than doing it on the PC, I wouldn't know what to do it on your phone. Got any, uh, no, no um, ideas? Yeah, we've got absolutely, absolutely nothing. We went yeah. out and we got wet. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, on on, <laughs> on Wine Street in the rain. On Wine Street, yeah. Had. Yeah, it wasn't beer sort of being thrown in the air then. Wet t shirt contest, like. <laughs> That's well, next. I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that one. That sounds like an interesting watch. Is that is, is it going to be the tears after Sunday? Yeah, we won't well, say from exactly, which side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's let's get into the football. Um, so you did already touch on it, guys. But recent form, we did have four wins in a row. We haven't actually done a podcast since the Sunderland win, so we will touch a little bit on that. Obviously, Swansea beating Sunderland two one. It looks like. The season had taken a dramatic turn. All of a sudden, in the space of, I think, three weeks, we went from the bottom three to the top six, three points off top of the table, which unheard of, really. The way that 
the fan base was talking, the vibe around the place, the feeling around Martin. Three weeks ago, you would never have thought three points off top. People were like worried maybe we'd be looking over our shoulder about going the other direction. But it looked like it was starting to get better. And then we went up to Burnley and uh, you could say a goal for each win, but we lost 4-0. It was a, quite a different performance, I guess, from the other games. But maybe the quality of the opposition is something we should take into context. So some of the stuff we're going to discuss today. So, Sam, do you want to start us off with your thoughts about the recent form? I mean, I guess you've never watched any of those wins. No, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen highlights. None of them have been live because I'm too scared to tune in now. Luke, you watched Burnley, you. did you, I guess? Um, uh, no, I didn't actually do oh, that. Okay, okay. I was out, uh, but I've, I've, my life has been mad the last few months. That's Generally, fair, that's I, fair. I, uh, I feel you. I don't manage to I watch don't have them, Saturdays myself, even. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, this, this yeah. weekend. Tomorrow I make my return. Uh, okay. So... Red in are in for a, a nice night. I think. Um, no, I don't know. Um, I, I I'm just gonna say it now. Uh, I get absolutely roasted in the voice group chat. I had my doubts about Russ Martin for a while this season. Had my doubts. Was quite reactionary. I'll be honest. But my, my is this after problems, Burnley now? Uh, no, 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 no. Completely not. Like previous games. Oh, okay. You know, you're not before, the only one. September before the, before the big wins. Yeah, yeah. September. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very reactionary. However, my biggest problems were I felt he was stubborn and there was no sort of plan B. And there was it, it was so obvious to so many people that where the issues were and nothing was being changed week, week in, week out. And also, I always felt that there was no like real accountability in his interviews. There was no like, it's my fault, you know, my bad. I'm the coach, it's my decisions. Yeah. Um, it, those are my two big issues. In the last month, he has completely changed my opinion, completely. And I'm glad to be made to look rather, rather foolish in, in the boys' group chat. Yeah. I look like a little bit of an idiot. Um, but I'm really, really glad um, that I have. So it's, it's nice that he's proved me wrong. Um, he's starting, you know, like Burnley, he just went, yeah, it was my fault. Uh, I was like, well done, Russ. Thank you for proving me wrong. Yeah. You made me look like a right idiot. But um, I've never been more happy to be made to look a fool. No, do you know what? Like everything you've just said has literally described our podcast this season and how the trajectory of what we've been saying, uh, Lee specifically as well, gets quite, I guess it's very similar thoughts of what you've just described. I called Russell Martin out quite a lot about his stubbornness in the period where we weren't really scoring, we weren't really getting results. I wasn't convinced that he would make the changes required to like necessarily just get a result. Obviously, he trusts his system and he thinks the system's going to work. And I just thought he's just going to keep going with that until it does work. Uh, he's not going to change it. But he did against QPR, I think, was the first game at home, where we actually had less possession than QPR at home, which was I was shocked by it, to be honest, when I saw it. Because before that, for the season, we were averaging over 70%. And that's such a shift. And I think a lot of it also came with the change of goalkeeper with Stephen Bender, another thing I was very shocked to see. Um, so yeah, I, I called him up for being stubborn and I took it back in the last couple of podcasts where I say take it back and you said you looked silly, but I don't think you look silly. I think it's, I, I did. But I, think I, it's I did enough. look silly. No, 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 no I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying nothing until I'm upon. I did look silly. Okay. I, I, I looked a fool. To an yeah, extent, I think it's fair enough to raise some of these concerns is what I'm saying. And then to acknowledge when they are addressed as well. I think that is part of what you should do as a fan. I know you can go to either extreme, but I think it's 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 um 
constructive and everyone should be well within their rights to call out what they think is going wrong in a a kind of nice way, have a discussion about it, like, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, not the nasty stuff you see sometimes online. But then if you are going to do that and you're going to highlight some of the stuff you think should improve, when it does change equally and you've owned up yourself to having your mind changed, so I think that's fair, um, you should acknowledge some of the stuff's been sorted or changed in the way you were asking. So um, not everyone would do that, to be fair. You've seen plenty of them after the Burnley game coming back out from their caves. Yeah the Russell Martin out and all the rest I, of it. The, the, um, the apology needs to be as loud as the disrespect. So I would like yeah. to use this platform to the, address <laughs> Russell Martin directly. I say, Russell, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. And if you'll have me, I would love to come back onto the Russ bus. Well, you'd be surprised, man. I don't know like how much content or whatever he sees through, I think he was talking on the Swansea. They launched their own podcast, didn't they? He was talking about, he talked about, uh, Certain individual. I, did, I wasn't yeah. going to name him, but when you when you came to me, I was going to talk yeah. a little bit about that. Oh, I got nothing bad but... to say about him. Just the, people would have heard if they watched the podcast, didn't they? So, but um, I just just the fact that he's mentioned that. I mean, just don't know how much yeah, they he's, see. He's quite switched I mean? on to the fans, I, yeah. you know. But to be fair, we we spoke with um, Chris Reeve, who's from Talk Norwich City. We yeah. back way back when Russ was appointed last year. Mm. Um, like he knows Russ quite, you know, like personally they know each other, um, obviously through the Norwich circles and stuff. And he said one thing that Russ really would do is get connected with the fans and sort of be switched on to that side of yeah. things. And I, that, that is one thing I do. I'll take my hat off to him. I, I think like you always see him out and about and like, uh, you know, he always seems to stop for pictures with fans and stuff. Um, I've not had the pleasure of bumping into him yet, uh, but... I would, yeah. uh, I would like, I'd like to apologise in person if well, I had a chance. You're bringing him a cake, cake and it's good. Oh, yeah. I'm making him a cake. Yeah, happy days. Yeah. Same. What flavour? That's the big question, I guess. Uh, don't know. You've, you've stuck him right under the. You uh, got. You got time to think about it. Maybe lemon drizzle because I look a bit of a lemon. Oh well, yeah. I was going to say grass Chris Reeve was his favourite. Maybe you can get some uh, inside tips there and uh, maybe sort him right out. But um, yeah, Russell, if you are listening. I'm sure either one of us would have you on the podcast to discuss the goings on at the club. No, come, come along, <laughs> Russ. We'll tell us what football means to you. <laughs> yeah, come, come, come talk about your memories and uh, some of your comedic stuff on the Send Them Off podcast. I'm sure they would love it. Anyway, Alex, what about your thoughts on the start of the season then? I, well, I not the start of the season, the form, the recent it. form, sorry. Yeah. I never once did my trust. I know me and Sam, we had discussions. Me and the boys, we had discussions. This, you know, this is football. This is like being a football fan. My opinion was I'm firmly on the on the side of Russell Martin. I I trust him implicitly. That was that was my stance. All right, that that's where I was stood. And I'm very pleased to say that what I had said because I I knew that okay, he was stubborn. I'm I'm willing to say that from from our point of view. Perhaps you know there's there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't know. Yeah. And that, that's always going to be the case with football. But when he picks a team, you pick that team because you believe that that team is the best team to get the result. And if you are picking those teams and those strikers aren't scoring, because, you know, he picked Obafemi, the whole Obafemi, um like transfer saga, that sort of went a bit sour. So then he ended up dropping Obafemi, got Perot in, playing his number nine role or whatever, you know, playing him up top. That seemed to work a bit better. So I said, you know, Come October, I think we'll see a, a change in form. Come late September, early October, that's exactly what happened. And I was glad that that happened because 
it, it feels now as if we don't need Obafemi as much as we thought we did. Yeah. Because the whole transfer saga, the whole, you know, his throwing his toys out the pram, and we were thinking, oh, you know, it'd be nice to hold on to him if he, you know, keeps scoring. But we were winning these games without him scoring the goals. You know, the, I think the a lot goals of were coming from him. Yeah, I think a lot of that's down to the emergence of Ollie Cooper, which I'm sure we'll get on to. Um, but I completely agree with you in the fact that I know we've credited Russell Martin for the stubbornness, maybe easing a bit, but I do think there's still bits of it there. And part of that is the the constant desire to try and force Oberfermi and Perot into the same team. So as well, soon as Oberfermi's even... come back into the fold, he's he's trying it again. Like, and it just does not work for me at the moment. Even even less than that, like if you look at that Millwall game where we played, um, like we, we conceded again, sorry, right up at the last minute, that had nothing to do with um, us conceding, like it had nothing to do with Russ Martin's tactics, it had nothing to do with anything. It was a stupid decision that came from Kyle Norton. And that's all it was. It wasn't a case of him, you know, doing anything one minute. It was a decision that was made and you've got to trust your players. And as a player, you have to take responsibility as well. That's, that you was mean the Sheffield game, is that the one you're on about, the last minute... Um... Was it Millwall or Sheffield where Kyle Sheffield. Norton should have lumped it straight into the? Yeah, it was Sheffield United that was. Oh, was it? Yeah, Sheffield? where oh, he was one on one with uh, yeah Brewster and um, didn't bring him down. Oh, Brewster, or yeah. Something. Yeah. But those those moments, you have to say, well, my player needs to make that decision. He's a professional yeah. football player and he's been playing the game for long enough. That's that's not up to anybody else on the field. Not Bender, not Obafemi, not Perot. That's up to him. Not yeah. Russell. Nobody. So that's kind of where I stood as well. They were conceding these last-minute goals, but it's it's got nothing to do with the tactics. It's you know simple switching off. Yeah, I think the the last-minute goals conceded before the Sheffield games. It was like the Oxford game, the Millwall game, Stoke. I think perhaps maybe it was quite late in that game where Fisher got dropped as a result of that one. Mm. Um, that was a mentality thing. I do think it's been addressed. I don't put the Sheffield one in the same bracket as those those late collapses. They looked like game management issues. Can't see a game out really doing stuff wrong at the end of the game. The Sheffield United one was like Patterson had literally was in the box about to pull a trigger on a shot and then gets tackled. It gets hoofed down the other end, and all of a sudden Brewster was one v one with Norton. Like it was a completely different sort of scenario, and we got a bit unlucky. No, there. Yeah. But Sheffield top of the league, you it was still a good performance, and I think that's in the middle of what I would argue is. Still a good run because the QPR game was before that, so it was what five wins in six games, um, you know, and, and and the one defeat was a one nil loss to top of the league at the time. So the next defeat's also top of the league now. Funnily enough, so maybe <laughs> that's the theme. Don't play who's top, but yeah, um, I completely agree with what you're saying though. Like that was a player player lapse of concentration and not the tactics in that one. Um, yeah. So, any more any more thoughts then on what perhaps has happened since we're going up to Burnley? Um, I, am I the only one who just call me stupid? Didn't mind. Like it's going to happen. Exactly it's yeah. gonna happen. Not, you're not you're not going to win all your games. Didn't have a meltdown. If if we lose tomorrow, if you know, if we were to win tomorrow against Reading, doesn't matter. And we'd beaten Burnley, we would have been going into the derby with what like. Seven straight wins, and like I know yeah, form is six, nice. It would be seven and eight. So yeah, that's good. horrible. I didn't want to go into the derby with seven wins. I didn't want. I didn't want that streak to lose. <laughs> yeah, be, like to be lost against Cardiff like that. That can't happen. Imagine that they would have had something to fight for, and now I guess you could say our players have got to like 
kind of regather themselves, switch back on, and show that it was just a blip, which maybe could work in in our favour. I think it was. I think it was even. Go on, sorry. Even, sorry, it was it was just even less than a blip. When you come up a team, but when you come up against a team like Burnley, who are quite clearly, you know, they're a Premier League team. Yeah. Vincent Company knows this. He's he's been in the Premier League long enough. He knows how to get a team, you know, to the Premier League because he's played that kind of football for so long. You you just you can't go up there and expect to walk over teams like that. Like you you're yeah. going to get a lesson in football. It doesn't matter who you are. There's always going to be some team that's better than you on the day, and you just yeah, have to exactly. accept that. Um, I was talking to someone in work about. Trying to wind me up, people was like, "Oh, what happened to the Swans in the weekend?" Liverpool fan he is. I, I mean, I was telling him he can't talk, but then he went and went went and beat Man City, didn't he? So it was like, "Oh, Jesus!" Not that it matters. <laughs> their season is still now in a good one, are they? But anyway, yeah. that's irrelevant. Um, I was I was just saying to him, I was like, "Like the man of his four 0 At the end of the day, it's a loss on the paper. Go and beat Reading on Tuesday. It's still one loss in the last six exactly. games. So yeah. it doesn't matter what the result is on the day. It looks bad. You feel bad after it. And yeah, we did get thumped, but." Just bounce back against Reading, and that's all that matters. That's that's the yeah. important thing. Then, if you, we don't, you've got to win your home. Go and lose, go lose against Reading. You know, maybe start worrying a bit more going into mm-hmm. Cardiff. But that's what the players got to do now: is show that okay, we didn't play well at Burnley. Let's put it right. Exactly, and like I said, you you've got to win your home games, or if you don't, you've got to you know perform at the home at the home games yeah. because that's where you're supposed to be formidable. You're supposed to have that fortress. Teams have got to be scared coming down. Yeah, it's different on the road. I know, and you know. You might look to go to Burnley, maybe get a point. Okay, we got thumped, but you know what I'm trying to say. But if yeah. Burnley were coming down here, I wouldn't expect a 4 now. Yeah, no, that's true. And Sam, you were saying about the accountability that Russell Martin shown. Earlier in the season, he was kind of chucking it all on the players in some games, I think, uh, throwing them right under the bus. You know, even to the extent of saying they gave the, the, the ball back to the... After some throwing the ball. Yeah, there. back to the team too quick for a throw-in. But after yesterday's game, he did acknowledge, and I think what he basically was saying was, because we've been on this good winning run, he didn't want to change what they've been doing. Um, however, a couple of weeks ago, when they first started thinking about Burnley away, they had a certain way they thought they were going to approach the game. But because they went in in such good form, they kind of threw that away, just kept on doing the same thing. But obviously against, like you said, Alex, team coming down from the Premier League with all that quality, Perhaps can always just do that, and he did admit to that mistake, Sam. So you're happy to see that, were you? Yeah, definitely. I think that that's all. That's all I ask. Like, I don't. I don't mind that he got it wrong at all. I've never particularly minded that things have gone wrong. It's just, I think, like the fact oh, he's yeah. held his hands up and, and explained. Yeah. Look, I had this plan, but and I think we can all get behind that. Like, <laughs> if 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 we completely changed our game plan and then it also didn't work. We all would have been sat here going, well, why on earth did he change it? Yeah. We'd won four in a row or whatever, you know. So I kind of get where he was coming from. Why would you change it? Winning formula didn't work, but we moved, you know. It's an away game, top of the league. Yeah, we got thumped, but... Yeah. you got to take your medicine sometimes. Yeah, it's come on. Move on, yeah. Tuesday. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about the detail of the team. I think another thing you got wrong was the selection. I know he was forced into bits of it, like Ryan Manning wasn't available, which was a massive shame. Lucky, perhaps, that we've got Latabodia back, but then I do question, like, Finley Stevens, what's, what's going on there? He's not really on there looking. The centre-back coming back from such a harsh shoulder injury is getting in, in that position ahead of him, and he's not right-wing back, and that was fully exploited by Burnley as well. First two goals coming in from his flank. 
just didn't get near the cross and it was an easy goal both times. I could argue the other side that Soronola didn't track the run as well. So not the greatest out-ins for the wing-backs. Um, and the other thing I'd question is, again, like we said earlier, the two strikers. It didn't work. You know, bad form at the start of the season. They were there for most of it where Joel Pro just couldn't get a sniff at goal. was not working for him. Oberfemi did okay. Um, but if you're going to say Joel Perot is the one player that's going to go, go score 20 goals, don't you just want to put him like as close to the goal as you can? And when we did, when Oberfemi had the transfer dilemma, he started scoring. And now he's come back into the team. Perot stopped scoring. Do you think there's any anything behind this then? I, I think I think there is, but I don't know if you can like blame Oberfemi, really. I'm just not sure they work in the system like yeah whenever i see it's the selection of them both i would rather yeah yeah whenever i see perot play with obafemi perot's like a midfielder he's so deep and for somebody who is just so lethal in front of the goal last year i just i i can't really justify it him being so deep um yeah but then again you want you want obafemi up there as well so this is where the problem lies because you can't have two of them without a style of play just like standing all, all the way up there can you um, so I don't know. It's a tough one. I'd be interested to see where. Well, obviously Perot's out now, isn't he? So I'd be interested to see what happens when he's back. Um, yeah. whether... I think this kind of solves a problem that Swansea didn't even realize they had, because with Joel Perot being out now, they now have to fill what is essentially a number ten role, where Jamie Patterson now has a space, not necessarily to walk straight back into, but he has to compete with. Um, um, oh my gosh, his Aubrey name Cooper. Aubrey Cooper. There we are. I'm Brandon Cooper, isn't it? Um, but yeah, no, he has to compete with um, Ollie Cooper now for that space, but he doesn't have to compete with another one, so he's, he's it's just those two. Joel Perot's out of the picture, he doesn't need to play in that you know number 10 role. Oba <clears> Femi's <throat> up top, doesn't have to worry about him. So I think if this red card was to come at a certain time. I think now was probably the right time from Jimmy Patterson's point of view. I do think Patterson's injured, though. I don't think he's Is ready he? to come back yet. Oh, I thought he was ready to come back. I read earlier he's gone to see a specialist, so whether he's able oh. to play or not, I'm not sure, but with, oh, I well, guess we'll see tomorrow. But... That's made everything I've just said redundant. Then. Uh, I mean, it could be he could be ready to come back. I was reading he's going to see a specialist. It could be a case of it's a niggle that's ongoing, so maybe mm-hmm. he can play, but it's just playing through pain or something. Uh, I guess we'll see if he selects him tomorrow, <laughs> but... Um, if, if I was given the choice, yeah. if I was given the choice, I'd put Perot up front over Obafemi. Obafemi needs to play just to put himself in the shop window because it's very blatant that he's going to go in January. And that's fine with all of us as long as he gets as many goals as he can. You know, you, you, you've got to accept that he's a footballer and he wants to progress his career. That's fine, you know. But treat us with respect and, you know, score as many goals as you can. And that's it. We, you know, we, the sensible ones among us aren't going to hate you for it. They're not going to, you know, yeah. have any sort of hard feelings. And that's just that's just football. But um, you actually if think I was given the choice, oh yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I'm not going to, you know, because that's just how it is. Yeah. But I think if he can get as many goals for us as he can before Christmas, and that suits me fine as well. Fair enough. Um, I do believe Swansea have chosen not to appeal the red card as well, which has come out today. Which I wasn't mm. sure if they were or not. I don't know what your thoughts are on the actual incident. I want to but... know where you stand on it just before I get into it. I think it's a bit hard because, as much as I want to say I'm not going to be biased, I feel like you're always going to be to a certain extent. Um, for me, I looked at his head movement and he doesn't once turn around to see where the player on the floor is. Um, 
but it's difficult. I can understand why the ref has seen it as a stamp. Maybe it's a sneaky one, but I, I personally think like there's not much in it, really. So. But it's the intent that's I guess him sent off. So it depends where you if you think he meant it or not. But then I, I mean don't think I actually know. area. I don't know what Sam's opinion of it I've is. Changed, I don't I've think changed I've my you. mind about twenty eight times on this. Okay. I can't I can't make my mind up. I don't think I don't know if it was like malicious with intent, but I, it was definitely reckless and clumsy. careless. Yeah. yeah, clumsy. Yeah, yeah. And that like, you've got to be doing better than that anyway, because um, it is just clumsy. But eh, I think it, it is one of those ones that it sounds so stupid, but it, it does depend what color shirt you're wearing. Like, yeah. It really does. Like, you could look at that. You know, if I was watching a game and it was between like, like Liverpool, I don't like Liverpool. Put out there now. Um, if it was like Liverpool and Man United and a Liverpool player did that, I'd probably go red card. But if it was any yeah. other team I just didn't really care about, I'd probably think. The way I was thinking was like, I wouldn't have actually probably called for it if Burnley, if it was Burnley's player. I don't think I would have called for it because I just, mm. he's going backwards, his momentum going backwards. The players basically rugby tackled him. Um, and I think he's frustrated that he's not getting a free kick. That's exactly what it is, I think. And That's and, exactly and he's kind of is. stamping, not stamping, but like if you take the player away, exactly. Yeah. If, you, if you take the player out of the, like off the floor and just you know, there's just green grass there. All he's doing is just stamping on the floor out of frustration. Yeah. Nobody's batting an eyelid at that. And that's like when I come said, to his he head. Didn't, he didn't move his head. Exactly. Yeah. He didn't look back. He didn't look at the floor. He didn't have, as far as he, he knew, there wasn't a player there. Maybe he did, but I don't think, you know, he wanted to. But you just, you've got to yeah. be more careful. You've got and to be also, more careful. The way he reacted, I think players who do that, even when it's cynical and they know they've done it, even if they're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, but they're not going to show that. When they get sent mm. off, I think they have a look of like, oh, got caught. Yeah, got me. But he didn't. He, he was yeah. like, what? I, I don't understand, you know, and I, I do feel. And without sounding like yeah. we, we we watch Joel Perot, you know, week in, week out, and we know yeah. that he's not that sort of player. Not everybody does, and I completely accept that Burnley fans would think he's this, that, or the other. But you know he's not that kind of player, and that's not in his character to do that. You know, yeah. But you know he, he got caught, and that's how it is. To play devil's advocate, you could argue that the 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 fact that like actually lost my train of thought now. But I'll come back to that. I've literally lost to my train. Play of devil's thought. advocate. Yeah, there's no other, there's no other option. It's not <laughs> best card. Um, no, what I was going to say, I will come back to in a minute if I remember. But the other thing I was going to say is. What frustrated me about it was he didn't come. The ref didn't come back and book the original challenge, which was a yellow card all day, like an absolute yellow card all day. He's literally not even gone for the ball. He's got his both arms wrapped around Perot, trying to ring him down. And I would feel like I could accept the red a bit more if the ref, like, right, yeah, your reaction, red card, but that was a foul, yellow card. Because then yeah. it's like you are still penalising the initial incident and then you're saying you've reacted to it badly. Do you know what I mean? Like, But the fact that Peru's done that afterwards, he's kind of forgot the initial altercation, which is what you meant to be there to referee. You meant to be referee in the football game. He's only reacted like that because something's happened. So why have you... You've just forgotten are you, about are it. You, are you putting a, a claim in for VAR now for the championship? Uh, I don't think VAR right? changes the decision. No, not so, not the decision, but will VAR give the yellow card as well? I don't think they're allowed, are they, for yellows? No. They're not, are they? 
They would have and just this, looked at this, if again, it's red makes cards me or not. Question VAR. Yeah. makes me question VAR even further. The only thing VAR could have been used for in that instance was to see, is it a red card? So they would have checked if there's intent. But um, they would have just slowed it right, like to frame by frame, so it looked as if he had you know, gone for him in the balls or something. Something totally ridiculous. That's what it would have looked like. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, do you know what? I'm really frustrated that I forgot the other thing. Yeah, I, I just get into you. I can see it really get into you. I, I had to go in. There's a bit of then... steam coming off his headphones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had it in my head when you were talking, and then, like, you know, when I started talking, I was like, oh, it's gone. It's literally gone. If it comes back, we might revisit this topic later on in the video. Um, I wanted to go back to Ollie Cooper, though, because you touched on Jamie Patterson coming into the squad. Uh, if, if he's available, let's just say he's available. I felt harsh that Ollie Cooper got dropped, though. So I don't think Jamie Patterson walks back in. And I think Ollie Cooper has to come back in. I'm going to say maybe he's rotated because of the congestion of fixtures. So maybe we can put that put the whole two-striker thing down to that a little bit as well. Um, but coming back to that issue as a whole, I think it's no surprise to me we started scoring more goals when all of a sudden we had two creative players behind the striker rather than a striker a striker out wide or behind or whatever you want to call it, and one creative player, when sometimes that's in cham, so half, half a creative player sometimes, I guess. I, I don't know your thoughts on him. Maybe you can touch on that later. But yeah, Ollie Cooper, I think, comes in if he plays with Kundal or Uncham or whoever it is, just think it helps us just get more opportunities to somebody who can put them in the back of the net. And that, that showed in the form. Uh, so I don't know your thoughts on that, Sam. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't put Pato back in the team straight away. For me, I loved him last year. Um, since he signed that contract, I, I don't know if he's looked as arsed as he was last year. I don't know if he's... I, I don't know what it is. Um, a couple of times he's come on and he's just I don't know, there's something missing. And Sham, I'm sure that guy just flips a coin before a game and goes, can I be arsed today? Heads or tails? Because um, yeah. it literally is on a flip of a coin. Uh, when he's good, he's good. When he's bad, he's bad. Yeah, um, completely agree. But I, I feel like Pat does <clears throat> been like that this season as well. I, I really feel like he's not turned up a lot. Um, I don't know whether that's because he now feels safe with that contract. I don't know whether, Weird you know... I don't know whether that that whole transfer saga last year was his way of sort of haggling for all that contract. Now he's got it. Is he is he just content to just sort of see it out and play? I don't know. Um, I think Cooper's been brilliant. I really do. I think he's he's probably been for me other than other than you know Manning, um, probably my favourite player to watch this season. Not necessarily player of the season, just my favourite to watch. Um, I think he's just really exciting. He's, he's something we haven't seen in a while, um, yeah. and, and he's you know he's, he's one of our own, which is, is quite nice in there. So, yeah, exactly. You know what? Something really interesting though. Nobody's mentioned Joe Allen's absence. We haven't. We've totally forgot about that because of how well To be honest, I said at the start of the season, I love Joe Allen a bit. He's one of my favorite players of all time. I love him. Really glad that he came back, but I knew. I said from the start, he'll play about four games, his knees are like poppadoms, and then he'll just be injured all season. Like, you know, that's what a mean? good one. Like, they, they are, though, aren't they? Like, I, I thought just, one was like a prone cracker. But... There we are. Do you know, the thing is, though, I think the Swansea squad, like whoever, whoever's in sort of like the medical um, division of the Swansea, Swansea team, I think they sneakily have got one 
one eye on the World Cup for Joe Allen as well. Like I don't, I don't, I genuinely believe that they're not going to rush him back to um, like play in a white shirt because they know that this ember's creeping around the corner. I think, right? Well, let's let's you know be fair to the whole country and keep him fit yeah. because they know Wales need him as well. And we, we, I don't think that. we've missed him too much. I don't think we I have. Don't think we have. If anything, I think we've played better without him. Yeah, and I think and it's not even Fulton. his fault. Fulton's yeah, no, I, I was going to say, yeah, Fulton's playing really well. Ollie Cooper's playing really well. Grimes is playing really well as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think Joe Allen's going to take anything away from the team when he does come back, but I, I don't think at the minute, you know, it's, it's a massive problem that he's not, he's not playing. Like we're all right for now. I think the thing is right. Grimes and Allen are quite similar. I think mm. they're not not like the same player. Don't get me wrong, but they do a more similar job than if you play in Grimes and Felton. I think Felton's more of a he'll get stuck in a bit more, put a tackle in, uh, mm. shift his body weight around, sort of thing. And that complements what Grimes is doing, which worked really well under uh, Graham Potter and under Cooper. And that's why Felton's been such an integral part of the team for some time. And why last season when he was out of the team, he probably struggled a bit, you know, because. It was I. I was surprised that he got dropped. Obviously, it's because Downs came in and done so well. But I think again, we see in the Felton is a good player. He can suit the system. A lot of people gave him a lot of stick over the last year, which I thought was a bit unjustified. It was just it's for like you've forgotten everything he's done for the club in the last couple of seasons. And now because he's getting a couple of substitute appearances and he might look a bit rusty when he comes off the bench, you're giving him all this stick. Yeah, I no, absolutely. I think I think he's a he's a really really valuable player to the team. I've always said that. Like he's been you know he's 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 been here long enough to have a testimonial. So I think yeah. that says enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> I believe he's well, the longest-serving player in the squad. Yeah, I mean that that that, that adds up to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But it's it's good to see him. It's good to see him playing again. It's good to see him out in the field, and I'm I'm really yeah. happy to you know to watch him run around, chase the ball, do all the dog work, because I know we've got you know like of Grimes that will clean up after him as well. Yeah, um, I just remembered what I was going to say about the red card. Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> the play devil's advocate, right? Were you there you with I... me, just? Like, don't don't let me lose my train of thought now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Joe Perot, playing in that deeper role, he's not getting the opportunities, he's not scoring as many goals as he wants, perhaps he's looking frustrated on a pitch. You could argue maybe this is a result of that. And he has openly said in the past, he's not, you know, it's not his favourite position to play when he plays in that role. And I'm wondering if, like, when you're in a 4 0 defeat to, to Burnley and you just can't have a sniff of scoring, maybe it's coming out a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Maybe the season that uh, he's only had four goals so far, I believe. So could be could be a little bit of that, maybe. That's be. what I was going to say. I'm no sports psychologist, but I am a terrible loser. So yeah, uh, yeah I can uh, I can get behind that. I think that would probably be uh, be my reaction. So I didn't stamp it on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a play. Bristol missing oh is he missing Bristol and Cardiff? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's he's three missing games, Bristol and Cardiff. It's Bristol after Cardiff. Yeah, his three games being confirmed. So yeah. He's missing Reading, Cardiff, and Bristol. Those are, I, I know for a fact those are three games he's not going to want to miss. He's going to want to play in those games. Oh, who decided you know, it was a good idea to put Swans Cardiff and then Bristol Swans? Like, I don't know, but games. I'd like to shake that person's hand because that's, that's what, what a fortnight we're having. What a is there, like a, is there a break in between? Or is there, no, it's literally the week after. Yeah, it's the week after, yeah. It's 23rd and um, 28th, 9th, 9th. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, would, I would take it. I, I've had my uh, train ticket for ages now. 
But um, yeah, no, he's not going to want to miss those games. So when he comes back, I think we're going to see a bit more bite to him. I think he's going to be a little bit more lethal in front of goal because he's not going to spend this time just sort of sitting down in his house wherever he lives and sort of, you know, feeling sorry for himself. He's going to be yeah. on the training pitch. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be burying goals against Fisher, against whoever, you know, yeah, the trainer, the goal trainer. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not hard, mate. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna wanna score goals, he's gonna wanna come back, he's gonna wanna score goals. So I think this 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 might be a bit of a turner for him in terms of his season instead of in terms of scoring goals. Yeah. Well, okay. Um I mean I, I can't we can't talk about it yet, but I have the I have the feeling that I would not like him to walk straight back into the team, but obviously that's gonna depend on the form and who's playing well. So yeah, that's a conversation sure. for like three weeks' time or whatever it is. Um anyway, back to the points of the games. So we talked about the red card, we've talked about Bit of the selection, the dilemma now that is to fill the void of Joe Perot. But what were the defending? So for the Burnley game specifically, I think Latabodia, like we come back to it again and again. He's not a right back. Um, I do feel a bit sorry for him because when we're playing against this team, it's not necessarily top quality. He does a decent job. He's never the most attacking there, but he can do okay. Really got caught out here. Although our right flank, I think, has been a target of a lot of teams lately. Even with Soranola there, he can't defend. Uh, I don't think, and I think his positional awareness is awful. Uh, he's never had dead block across. Also, though, Lat- not Latipodia, Cabango's error. That was a little bit of a sucker punch for me. That stray pass that led to the third goal. What did you make of uh, his performance, especially with the World Cup knocking on the door? I don't know if the World Cup... I, like, I don't think he's starting for Wales. He should be, in my opinion, because Chris Mabham is dunk. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't rate them. I'll say it now. Chris Mappen's rubbish. Uh Cabango's better. But I was so disappointed with the stray pass. Like I've been saying for ages, Cabango looks so much more confident on the ball um than he was last season. Every time he got the ball last season, I was like, Oh Ag, here we go. Yeah, like and now he, he gets the ball. I honestly think he looks like one of the more comfortable defenders on the ball. Um like Wood for me hasn't looked that comfortable at times. Um, others has looked very comfortable. Like he, he's another one, flip a coin. Like not in terms of his general performance, just how am I gonna how am I gonna do on the ball here? But for the Who's most that? part he's good. Wood. Yeah, for the most part he's good. I'm liking him and I'm quite impressed. But Cabango, I've loved his little transition into Martin. I think it's been really good. Um this is a blip though, and you know, a player is always gonna make uh, yeah mistakes like that. I guess it's better to make it in a game where you're getting thumped 4 0. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's out of the way at the same time than it is to lose four games 1 0, isn't it? Like Jose Mourinho yeah. would say back in the day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, when I saw it, like you're going a 2 0, you go in half time a 3 0, I just feel like I don't think we would have ever come back. But 2 0, maybe you can give it a go in the second half. I think 3 0 was like, right, now it's just let's not, let's not have sex. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. didn't you I I, <laughs> I didn't you did you did you hear the same thing, Sam? I, you did as well. Definitely right? said the number six. Uh, let's, not, let's not have. Oh, I was well, very kind of you there, Luke. But no, uh, I'm all right. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we we'll see what happens. If we can't, can't, if we can see that. But um, no, as far as the defenders go, I've I've been saying for a little while with Cabango, I feel like he needs another solid centre half next to him. I don't think Norton's cutting the mustard for him at the minute. I, I much prefer him next to Harry Darling 
yeah. because I feel like Harry Darling's a bit more solid. He's got a bit more pace with him. Like Nathan Wood, he's he's his own. Um, progress, you know, come you know late September, early October. Um, but he just to me, he just feel every time I watch him run, I feel as if he's wearing like lead boots or he's running in sand or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he always seems to get there. He yeah. always seems to get there, and he seems to, you know, he'll play the ball well. But I'm watching him; I feel like on edge all the time. Anywhere, anytime he's going to the ball, or if anyone's coming to him. But with Cabango, I, I don't think I want to see him next to Norton anymore. I want to see Harry Darling in. Norton's an interesting one, I think. Right, I, I think he's just getting on, you know. And I think yeah. the and amount can't of blame game him. time that Martin is yeah. giving him is just too much. And I think he's had a couple of games where he's had a knock and he's gone down, and mm. they haven't taken him off recently. And he's trying to play him 90 minutes every week. And what is he, 34? So, 34, yeah. I mean, I he said think... he trusted him. And I think we all we all trust Kyle Norton, you know. We but know when your legs are given up. Like... Exactly. You know, you can only trust him for so long. And if he, if you can only do 60 minutes, that's fine. If you only go one one game in three, yeah, that's fine. Just you know? Swap him out. When you've got three games a week, just don't play him in the midweek game. He hasn't got a, yeah, exactly. On, on the like ball, he's, he's as good as he's ever been. He's impeccable on the ball for me. That's not the issue. Yeah. It's off the ball. That's the problem, I think. Yeah, but again, it could be even if it's the mental, like reading the game with tiredness and fatigue. If he's playing all mm. his games, because I don't think he's. I think he started the season fine. I think it's only in the last mm. couple of games that he's kind of struggled a bit. But he have picked up a few knocks and he have come straight back into the team. And I yeah. just think like maybe he just needs a bit of a break. It's not like I know, I know a lot of people say like, oh, they get paid enough, they should just deal with it. It's like, well, no, he's he's at the age of a career where. They don't play as much when they get to that age, unless you're like yeah. someone like Ronaldo. You can be paid all exactly like Cristiano Ronaldo is a is a complete freak of nature, but yeah. he's been doing this like you you can't stop your body. Like you can be paid all the money in the world, but you can't physically stop yourself from aging. And I think a lot of people got to remember that. Yeah, and and if he's that experienced head, you need in there to have the security and have that like mm. to calm it down and to control things at the back. Then. Maybe like look after him a bit more and use it where it's like really needed. So like if he's not starting that midweek game to have Bring a rest, but then you're defending like against Sunderland a one a one goal lead like backs up against the wall a little bit at the end. You can bring him on for the last ten minutes. Exactly, exactly. There's no need to play him the whole ninety. Fetch yeah. him on for the last half hour or twenty minutes or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think there could be come back to my <clears throat> stubbornness. What I will uh, say though is I love it when Harry Darling plays because I always find myself in the stand saying, come on darling. And I feel like we have, we have like a special <laughs> bond. Do you know what I mean? Do you find yourself doing that? Surprised it's not been some sort of chant that incorporates that sort of uh Well I, I like Bender's new chant to be honest. No you do yet. Was uh trying to give us an impression? A rendition. Bender in our goal. Oh I see. Yeah. There's there's one for us all to get behind. I hope it's a very big I bender on Sunday. <laughs> there we go. That's I hope nobody go. clips this. <laughs> well, yeah. I was one for the TikTok. <laughs> I'll be on there tonight. Another viral video in the mix. Uh, uh, Swan's cast cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on. The last thing I want to touch about the Burnley game was the return of Liam Cullen, who's also been out injured. I was actually not expecting him back yet. Um what did he he had a, like a, a similar thing to that yeah, about yeah. didn't he? They both made quite fast recoveries from, got from sold, that. Sh- shoulder surgeon or something in the in the backroom staff. 
Somebody's getting a good wage, aren't they? Back in, I think. Uh-huh. Must be it. They're just popping yeah. them back in around the... Giving them a little bit of injections, is it? Yeah. Place be. But yeah, so fair play. Uh, if it, I mean, timely, because obviously Piro's red card. At least we have a striker to put on the bench. Mm. Is he a striker, though? Cullen. Yeah. I think he's primary a striker. Like, he's one of them that, because he's not really ever staked to claim to be first team like starting striker all the time, he gets shoehorned into the other roles when he just needs to do a job. Right. I think his role is a striker. Like, if he was going to say what he is, that's that's what he wants to be. I don't know. Maybe you've got different thoughts. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to... I, I, I can't argue with that. I, I feel like that's a, yeah. you know, that's a fair assessment of it. I, I've never seen him... As, I've always seen him as more of a wide player when he was playing. I but just don't think he does like anything wide. He just... He's a bit of. Yeah, I thought he's a bit of a poacher. Yeah, yeah. I feel a bit sorry for him to be honest. I feel like every time he's he's started to look like he's he's going to do something, he's got injured. Like yeah. with the Forest, he scored two goals against Forest, and he then got yeah. injured. Um, and then this it's season, as well. yeah, yeah, we beat them like four one. Got Ollie Cooper came on in that game. Might have scored. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's good to have him there. At least we got a striker. I mean, it got Oko Flex, but I feel like I don't actually know why you signed him, to be honest. Well, I like, don't know. I heard a lot of good. We, we heard a lot of good stuff about Oko Flex and about um, um, Finley Kandel as well. Kandel's been alright when he started. He's, like he's been Kandel playing alright, but I don't know. I would like to see Oko Flex have a bit of game time, to be honest with you. Yeah, Kandel's been alright, but <clears throat> Flex just I guess like five minutes at the end of a game sometimes. Not really enough to see what like, he can do. I like it when when the, the announcer when Kevin Johns will say, you know, and um, being replaced by number seventeen Joe Perot is Armstrong Oko Flex. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> I really enjoy yeah, it. This is good. No, don't it's get me wrong. Name. I want to see more of him. It's just another one of them situations where we've signed a couple of players on loan, like Finley Stevens, and I just feel like they're there to make up the numbers. And if you're going to do that, I'd rather just use people from our youth, like instead. Yeah. Like, why didn't you just use Garrick rather than sending him on loan for Whitaker or someone? Rather than getting Oko Flex to like, sit there and play like five minutes a week, you know what I mean? We'll see Garrick again. I got to be honest. What's that? I think that I I don't think we're going to see Garrick again. No, I don't think so either. But this is what I don't get: the we got no money to spend, but you go and get a loan player. You're going to pay mm. a certain amount of wages for, whereas you could just use one of these guys who's probably yeah. going to do the same job if you're going to give Morgan Whitaker is the biggest one for me. Yeah, like, he was. Yeah, I, he played of the month in League One last month, wasn't he? I think so. Just don't yeah. get it. It's like if you're going to give him barely any minutes, at least develop your own guys who you can potentially yeah. get some money for in the future. Yeah. I feel anyway. like that was the thinking behind Morgan Whitaker, though, just to keep on him for two minutes because I think we send him down the league. I think the same thing was with Bender, send him down the league, let him get that bit of experience. I think with Morgan Whitaker as well, he's up against League One defenders, and I think that'll toughen him up a bit as well. So maybe they'll oh, do Peter him. Peter were up know. with us last year, weren't he, when, Peter, when Bender went there? They might as well not have been no Luke, let's be honest. Yeah, they, they no, was... least stood out in that team enough to like get the experience to out, out Fisher, didn't he? So it, it was a good loan for him, even if they go relegated. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, they, you know, you, you obviously couldn't keep enough goals out because um, they're gone. I, I, didn't they beat us at some point? Yeah, they beat us. I can't remember. I don't think we... No, I remember them coming down here and it was one of the most boring games of football. It was three in the last time to us. And yeah. I, at that point, I was ready to go home at that point. So boring. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I, I, I just, I don't know what it is. I just thought, 
they gave us a game button. It was 3 2 one of them was. That's what I'm thinking of. We made it hard for ourselves. But uh, ultimately, got the win in the end. Called, it? That's a Swansea yeah. way, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, everyone wants the Swansea way. That's it for you. Yeah. Anyway, let's look at the next game. So it's going to be red in. So perhaps maybe pro's not there. What changes, if any, would. Well, we've got to make one. So what changes would we be looking to make going into the red in game? I did speak to a red in fan yesterday. Um, do you know what, right? We could mention Mac Rhymes earlier. Every time I do a, a match preview, I, I, I've been getting like people on from other podcasts to preview the games, get a bit of insight from their side all the time. When I, when I ask who you like looking forward to seeing from Swansea or who do you think could do a bit of damage, Mac Rhymes is always mentioned. Always. It's and I think a lot of our fans hate him. Plastered everywhere. That's the reason. Like when you watch him, I, I don't, I, I think I, I'm glad we got Mark Rhymes as our captain. I'm glad he's in the club, blah, blah, blah. Um, but his stats are just thrown everywhere on these like stupid football pages. Like, you know, Mark Grimes is up there within Yester in terms of pass. It, it doesn't make any sense. The, the, the stats that they're pulling up with their ass just does not make any sense because they're saying, oh, his, his passing's this and his accuracy is that. But when you're passing the ball left and right and left and right and occasionally going forward... Or he had the forward most forward ball, passes in the league last Yeah, season. I was going to say, I'm not on the same yeah, boat as you, Alex. Not going to lie. I, I like Grimes See, a lot. I like Grimes a I, lot. I know, I, I do. I'm, I, I, like it. I, I like him as much as the next guy, which just happens to be you. But <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't see these, these statistics as anything very special. Yeah. Forward passes, yes, but that's, that's great if you're only passing it, you know, five yards, ten yards left. Right to the goalkeeper. I don't know. I, I think they're silly. It's, it's about as much good as XG for me. I got a question for you, Alex. Who's got the most Go assists in Swansea City this season? Oh, dear me. It's going to be um, who's got the most assists? Um, I don't know this. I feel like it's going to be Har- uh, Ryan Martin, is it? Okay, so the answer to that question is Mac Rhymes. Oh, is it Mac Rhymes? Yeah. Just, I just think it's important because a lot of people criticise him for the lack of forward passing. He's got three assists this season. So no, far. no, don't get me wrong. I wasn't criticising. No, not you. I, I just was... mean generally. Okay, you know, yeah. What what I'm saying is, you know, these these stats where people compare him, yeah. and that's why you know these these other teams are so you know terrified. But anyway, good you... good for him. Congratulations <laughs> on the uh, my view on it, and I don't know what on. Sam will say to this is um, Mark Rhymes. It's the sort of player that you don't necessarily notice what he does. He's very quiet, like in terms of doing his job. Russell Martin's got him doing a certain job and is keeping the swans ticking. So he does a lot of sideways and backwards passing because that's what he's asked to do to create space around him when he's spreading the ball around. And he's very, very good on the ball. And I think we kind of we've seen it so much that we take it for granted in a way. And I think that's why a lot of our fans get on his back a little bit because they just I guess, want more. But I think if you take him out of the team, and we haven't really seen the team without him in a long time, but I think if, if he gets injured, for example, right now, I think you see a completely different Swansea team yeah, on I the agree. pitch in terms of how we play in. And I would be a little bit worried about any playoff push. Say that's where we are now, if that's what we're looking at doing. Maybe it's early days to say that, but based on our current position, say that's our goal. I would be very worried to say we're going to get anywhere near that if he got injured, because I just don't think anyone else there can do that job. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's a case of, I don't think our fans and a lot that, that maybe not the majority, but there's a, a certain vocal section who don't like Matt yeah. Grimes, who I think will only notice what Matt Grimes does and how good he is. 
yeah. when he goes. They'll notice everything he... The only things they notice now is the stuff he does wrong. Yeah. Because they'll notice it because it's a mistake. But they don't notice all the good stuff because 90% of the time, you're just you're doing the good stuff all the time. So you don't see it. Yeah. And, and and when it comes to like, oh, well, people argue he didn't create enough, he didn't pass forward enough. Take the assists away this season. That's not his job. That is not his job. He's the deepest midfielder. The other yeah. ones are there to be doing that. He's the one to get it to them. My my thing with Mark Grimes, if you compare him to anyone, I'd compare him to Lucas Lever at Liverpool. Back when Liverpool had him and you know they were playing that way. Lucas Lever often never got the plaudits for what he did. He was sort of kind of he got overlooked quite a bit, I think that's fair to say. But if you watched him and you just had like, you know, the player camera on, on yeah. Lucas Lever, the amount of important work that he would do, like breaking up the play and then starting and you know, he was he's doing he was doing a lot of stuff that Matt Grimes is doing now. So that's why Matt Grimes isn't getting sort of you know, the sort of recognition that he deserves for the work he's doing. But like you said, yeah. if, if he was to if he was to, you know, get dropped or get injured or leave or whatever, we would miss him more than I think a lot yeah. of people realise. I just find it interesting how he gets kind of more recognition from out of Swansea than he does. I think a yeah. lot of other fans, other team fans know he's a key player and know how good he is. Um, anyway, we are getting pushed for time, so we will move on swiftly. Um, the last thing I'll say on the Lucas Levy thing is I make the direct comparison. The people don't like it with Mac Grimes and Leon Britton. You know, they're not the same player exactly, but they do quite a similar job in the, mm. the systems in front of them. The old Swansea way, the new Swansea way, if you like, we're trying to return sort of to the roots, yeah? Well, he's tasked with the same job Britain was. Britain was lauded and loved, and I, Matt Crimes just doesn't get that same... I think I'm not saying he's the same he level as Britain, longer, don't get me wrong. But no, if he stays I don't a think bit he's longer, though, I, yeah. I think we will see people sort of giving the love that Britain has got. Yeah, I think we look back with fond memories when he's gone, but it's one. It's oh, also the the whole social media wasn't there before mm. as much as it is now, and I think it's easy for people to just and it's always the loud ones are the ones that talk rubbish sometimes. Exactly. Um, anyway, quick five questions on Alex. Any changes for Reading? Changes for Reading. Obviously, Pro's got to come out. Obafemi goes straight in. Um, I uh, Ollie Cooper. I put in. I put Darlin in myself, Who and I know. Out? Taking Norton out. So I'm having a back three of Wood, Norton, um, Norton Wood, Cabango, and Harry Darling. Yeah. That's what I'm going there. I, I, I'd love to see Manning come straight back in, but, you know, if you can't, you can't. I'm, I'm saying this now. The more I go through the team, I'd probably take Sorinola out as well. I'm changing everything. So you, you're going to drop La- uh, Sorinola and keep Latipodi out, is it? I'd, I'd probably keep Latipodi. i put Finn Stevens in for Sorinola. I'd uh, put Harry Darling in for Kyle Norton. Obviously, um, uh, Obafemi's got to come in. We haven't got a choice for that. Um, uh, did Ollie Cooper start the last game? I think he did, did he? He started against Sunderland. He got he was on the bench against Burnley. Um, I'd leave him on the bench then. I'd bring him on. But I'd leave him so on who are you going to start now. instead of Pirro then? Um, Obafemi. Yeah, but he's already oh. there. He started against Burnley. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. so, well, my mistake then. Oh, well, it's, it's got to be Ollie Cooper then. It's got to be Ollie Cooper. <laughs> Alex, watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sam, do you want to have a go? <laughs> um, I'd probably say exactly the same, to be honest. I'd start Ollie Cooper, though. I'd bring him in yeah. for Perot. Um, I, I, I'm just making that clear. That's all right. I would bring him in for Perot. And, yeah, I'd put Darlin in for, for Norton. 
was just um, funny because you went around in so many circles there, Alex. Like you've said the I same did, thing, then backtracked, then said it again, yeah. then backtracked, and got lost a little a bit. Politician, yeah. Welcome to my world. I don't know you put up. What if a Liz trusts his job? If I'm being honest with you. Well, I mean, you couldn't do any worse with a pound, surely. How long she got left, I wonder. I've seen all them videos that what's going to last longer, Liz Truss or Lettuce. I found that quite funny. I think the Lettuce Liz, Tr- Liz Truss or the next... Liz Truss or Slav and Billich or Watford. Well... Uh... So the next Watford manager asks, surely yeah. the biggest question on everyone's lips. <clears throat> I never Good. thought we'd end up at Liz Truss. Well, you know, I, 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 had, I like, didn't always end up at Liz Truss. name on everyone's lips at the moment. Anyway... Um, we're not going to touch on Cardiff, that would be for after Reading, but quickly then I did say we're going to play a game, so we'll try and run through this quick before we finish so what was the team when Swansea beat Reading 4 to a Wembley, now what I'll do is I'll run through position, say we start with Sam, you get a go if you get it right, we'll go to Alex for the next one and so on and just see who gets, gets the most okay. by the do end. Do they have to be in order? I'm going to tell you a position and you can see oh. if you can answer it, okay Right, okay. I think with two of you, it's the easiest way to do it. Because um, okay, yeah, we'll see if we can get most points. Goalkeeper, Doris De Vries. Well done. It is Doris De Vries. Okay. Okay. Cool. Alex, right back. Sorry, you didn't come through very well then. No, don't no. No, no, you, Ang- you might. You might Ang- no. Angel Rangel. Dwight T and Dali mean. <laughs> I was going to say he wasn't there. Don't do it. I'm joking. Yeah, it's Angel Rangel. <laughs> okay, Sam, centre back. You've got um, two options here. Gary Monk. Gary Monk is correct. Alex, can you name the other? Williams. Ashley Williams is also correct. Okay, uh, left back, Sam. Right. Yeah, he's doing this. I know, same. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for Alan Tate. Oh, is it Alan Tate? It is. Yes, it I is. I know Alan it is. Yeah. It's Alan Tate. We, we um, all dreamed, didn't we? We all dreamed yeah. of a team of Alan Tate. Yeah. Uh, centre midfielder, Alex. Leon no, Britton. He was a, a centre-back, wasn't he, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd, well I'd, we, I have a little Chelsea reference for us all there. I'm going well, Leon Britton as my uh, first centre midfielder. Oh, no. Okay, Leon Britton is. I knew we'd have him. Who was the other midfielder, Sam? Ah, let me count. We got four. We got five. Don't forget, guys, play along in the comments below if you are uh, guessing the team with us. Write down, be honest, did you get them all? And write down who you got or who you got wrong. As Alex. Sorry, as Sam debates his life here. I'm going to go for Mark Gower. Oh, Mark Gower. That's an interesting shout. And do you know what? Oh, no, I've got it wrong. I know, you are I know wrong. who it is. But let's not give is. the answer away and see if it passes over it to Alex. Can you guess who the other midfielder is? Stephen Dobby. Oh, well, he wasn't the centre midfielder, but he no, was the centre attacking midfielder. So oh, I'm going to give right. you a point. Because, I mean, you could argue he's still midfield, right? So I'm going to give you that. And I'm going to give you, because it would be your goal, the other midfielder. Right, hang on. Do I get a um, point if I get this one now? That was it, Darren Prattley. Did he oh, start pass back over? Uh, Bugger. Darren Prattley is incorrect. Oh, that's what I thought then. it was. 
I, he came on. I, I know he definitely came on. Hang on, hang on. Guys, I'm it's, shocked it's your by this. It's your I am this shocked. is going to be a really Back obvious one, isn't it? Back oh, Joe Allen. Yes. Of course oh, it is. Of course Joe it's Joe Allen. Okay, it's Matthew always Sam. the most obvious ones, though, isn't it? It's always okay. the most mm. obvious ones. Two wingers. Can you name one? Scott Sinclair. Obviously. Scott Sinclair is correct. That's the only one my arsehole hasn't twitched. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Scott Sinclair. Can you name the other winger, Alex? Stephen Dobby was the centre the centre midfielder. Definitely he was an attacking yeah. midfielder, yeah? Yeah. Right. I'm going to go Nathan Dyer. Nathan Dyer is correct. Can we name yeah. the striker? The striker is Sam. I want to say Fabio Barini. Barini did start in the playoff final. Okay. Let's move on to the bench, Alex. Right, <laughs> I said. I Here said. we go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Reserve goalkeeper. Oh my gosh. Reserve goalkeeper. Was it Eves Macalumbi? Oh, fair play. He's got it. He's got a spot on. Ah, I was convinced he was Cyril the Swan. Some of these years. ones are going to be tough, I think. I would have gone for David Cottrell myself. Well, we're not in midfielders yet. Not Cottrell. So. What's his name? Cornell. Cornell. Right, like Cornell is the. Oh, right. Yeah. The no, it wasn't him. It was Mark Campbell. Um, Defender, then. There's one defender on the bench. Can you name who it was, Sam? Oh, this is really hard now, isn't it? Um, on the bench. I don't know whether to go rogue and just throw a guess out or whether... Right, he's got to be a centre-back, surely. He's got to be. What do you have back? I can't even begin to think. So I'm going to go for... One Daniel Alfay or Alfie Daniel Alfie, that's incorrect. So, Alex, you get a go at this. You get a right back when he was back in the day, I think he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh. I don't remember him ever playing very much, but neither do I. That's right. why I thought he might be on the bench. On the bench that season, um, oh. I think, no clues, wow, okay, um. On the bench, so we had. We had. Yeah, we got Tate Williams. Monk, we had Ashley Williams and, Monk and Rangel. Ring, Monk Rangel and Neil Taylor. It's not Neil Taylor because he right. got sent oh, off in the semi final. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course he was. I okay, so the, it was Albert Saran. Ah. Oh. That's a sneaky one. I forgot about Alba Sarani. He's a midfielder in my Okay, head. because that passed over to Alex, it's still on Alex for the first centre midfielder. So you can take the... Well, I think you take the lead with this you know one. You know what? I'll, I'll be fair to Sam. I already said one, so I'm going to say Andrea Rolandi. <laughs> Don't tell me I got it wrong no. and I look stupid now. No, Andrea. You've got three options and... I picked no someone Andrea Rolandi's Rolandi. not one of them. Oh, well, Although, there we are. I will say, actually, okay... This says three midfielders here, but one of the midfielders is also a defender. So he does both. So that's a little bit of a clue. But yes, three players and Andrea it's not really was not I want there. Idea. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm saying Sam, that back then. on you. You've got three midfielders before I reveal one if you get this wrong. Mark Gower. Mark Gower is correct. So that was yeah. a Passover question. So it stays with you for a second go. Right. Has he already said one? Well, he got oh, Andrea Orlandi and got it wrong. Right. Um, <clears throat> Two Prattley. left. Prattley is correct. 
I can't believe Andrea Rolandi went on the bench for that game. Um, injured. He was injured all the time. True. Okay, Alex, um, a midfielder who you could also consider to be a defender. Midfielder that I could consider to be a defender. Oh, mate, I'm struggling now. I'm struggling. Um, see, you're laughing now because I know you've got you've got it in front of you. Oh, well, yeah, it's easy for me. It's easy for you. Um, is so frustrating. Give me a letter. Give me the first letter. I can't or give you any clues. No, not done any for Sam. It's not fair. No, Come you're on. right. It's not. You're fair. gonna give a guess um, and get it wrong. <laughs> um. This, I know more than that. I know full well he's gone by a Goku Pintado. What? I just, I just, I just, 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 just want to get a name. logic there. Just absolutely no logic whatsoever. A midfielder who could also be a defender. Goku Pintado is not yeah, correct. I just oh. wanted to get the spot. That I'm struggling on, on this one. I'm and, really um, on this one. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a give defender. Us, the way he smashed Sam. Give us the first name. Give us the first, not, not the first name, the first well, letter. Let's have a look because Sam's going now. He passes over, so. Sorry. Uh... Nah, yeah, I can't even answer the guess, to be honest. Without okay. stupid, so. so I'm not you're giving either of you the points, but what I will say is he also played for Cardiff. Jazz Richards? Yes, it was. So unlucky lads. He was there. He was, a, he was defender, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was like through that. the youth academy yeah. in uh, back then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he could play midfield. He did play centre midfield sometimes. For I don't know if he. I think he made them once for us. Um, but when he played elsewhere, he has. Um, and football manager also tells tells you that. So I don't know if he played much football manager. But... Real name Ashley. Yes. Jazz come from then. This is nice, isn't it? I don't know, mate. <laughs> I have no idea, Jazz, but I have met him once. I did meet him once. He personally came to deliver me tickets to the semi-final of the League Cup when we Chelsea. Uh, well, we drew a home. I got a photo standing outside my student house with his nice was little it car. A, uh, like everybody, like everybody who won tickets got like a certain player. I didn't win tickets. I had a contact who knew him, so he just oh, sorted me out. Right. And then he was like, I it was oh. like a competition." And he was like, "Oh, go drop him off to him. He'll be like." Um, Fanboy and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, I never had a sponsor play before, and he came to me. I was like, "Oh my god!" He didn't care. Obviously, he had a photo, and then <laughs> went. but then he did like a little. It was it was um, in Sketty on I think Western Street, and he did like a U turn with his Merc in the middle of the road, like proper burnout, and then zoomed up the road like trying to show off. I was like, but he was not even any good ever, was he? To be honest, <laughs> no, it's a bit of a cheek doing the U turn to be honest. Um, um, yeah. So, what else have we got? How many left? I think it's. On Sam now, because that was a passover with okay. Jazz. Uh, forward player, striker, two strikers, right? So you got two you can pick. Oh, I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, the only one I can remember is Barini. It's the only one I can remember. Um, there's there was a couple more that season. A couple I got sent back from loan. So can you name one of them? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> get in. I thought you'd get hard when you get oh, to the bench. I, I think I've got one. Are they hard? Are they okay, difficult ones? Are they? No, you'll kick yourself when you hear the names. I've got Both one, of them. I think. Yeah. 
I've got three options I've got in my head. Oh, I have to wait to see if Sam gets it right first. I know, I know. I think, Sam, I think one Sam's not going to get one. it right. <laughs> I can tell you that now. Just say a name. Um, Give us a name. I don't know. Who's player front for us? Like, um, <laughs> not gone. Say Craig Beatty was one of them. Great shout that is. And it's on you for the second as well. Um these right, these aren't my answers. These are two I players. Can't start I, wanna... naming. I gotta take uh... whatever name comes out of your mouth. Oh, I don't like it. Otherwise, it passes he's over tough, to Sam. He's, 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 he's tough. He's tough. Um, Keep thinking, right. Sam. Craig Beatty and... Oh, Rory, Rory Donnelly. I thought it was Rory Donnelly. <laughs> no, it's not Rory, Rory Donnelly. I'm sure he signed when we got to the... I think he signed the, yeah, he signed the year after, didn't he? And he only ever played one game and he was in the Europa League. Fun fact. What a start. What a start. It was away somewhere in, like... Kazan or something, or well, Galan, one of them, and it was like foggy as anything, and you could not even see anything on the TV cameras, and it was a shocking game. And he never played <laughs> again, funnily enough. Um, but yes, yeah, he's still there, actually. He's still, he's still well, another player. striker. Yeah. I want to. Oh right, okay. Can I, can I have a nationality or not? <clears throat> I think it's pretty local. Horrible. We were in the I was going to say you gave it to him. Like all of the team, other than. All right. Rangel, so, Marini. Does that mean he's Welsh? A couple of non-local ones. Forget I said anything. Ah, oh, he's not Welsh then. <laughs> no, I'm um, just saying. Maybe oh, his so you've mother's taken Welsh. All my, you've taken all my ones now. Um, I, I, my mind has genuinely gone blank. Okay, do you want me to just give it to him? No, hang on, hang on. Hang on now, hang on. Because he's up there. You're not getting a point for this, though, because you've got it wrong. Yeah, you've already had a go. Okay, well, I want to do it just for my own pride, because... Go um, on, then. You're going to have a go, but you're on the wrong. These are who I don't think it is. Because the game's over, I'm just throwing names out. It's not Tamas Priskin. No, it's not. not But he was there that season. Oh, was he? Oh. It's not Chepikuchi. Was it Schechter? No, he he was a couple of years after. Um... Well, against Wigan, it only go. was, he was, I want to say Scottish. You're wrong. That was BT you're thinking of. He was definitely English then. Yeah. yeah. Guys, he's so, got the same name as me, lads. Oh, the penny still haven't dropped. No. Luke. Moore. Luke Moore. Yes. <laughs> that that was right at the see. I don't the I don't associate him with the championship. I think about the first season in the Premier League with that goal I against. Think about Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always well, forget. We signed him in January, I think, from Villa. Um, and then was it January? I think. And then we got Barini and. Now I can Moore I can see his face. Him. I can see Luke Moore's face on like the championship. Like you know when they did like the teams and then the substitutes. I can see his face now. <laughs> right. Okay. Who won? Um, we haven't finished yet. Okay. Oh, we this is probably easy. And I think we're on Sam. Can you name one of the goal scorers? Oh, well, uh, Mr. Scotty Sinclair. You got the. Yes, got I'm going to give you one point, though, because that'll be Ash. <laughs> okay, he did score three times. Can you name the other one, Alex? 
Doris. No, it was um, it was Stephen Darby. Yes, it was. I haven't got. I forgot to put the red in ones in. Uh, but to oh, them. right, the red in one was it? I got to be um, actually. Was Shane Long a goal scorer? No. Oh. It was a defender. Oh, it was. Um... Oh, <laughs> I know it. I know it. Um... I think. You are? Nah, it doesn't. It's Matt Mills. I don't Matt know. Mills. I genuinely was on the tip of my tongue, Matt Mills. Yeah. Then. Okay. And Joe Allen like on goal. Oh, yeah. Joe Allen on goal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, well. I must have forgotten. Okay. That, that means one thing. Playoff yeah. final this year. Swans red in. Joe Allen scores the winner. Joe Allen scores the winner. Right, last shot. chance for points, lads. So starting with you, Sam. Right. Can you name... One of the subs, one of the three substitutes. So, like, that is the player who came on and the player he came on for. Oh, absolutely. No chance. He came on for. I could bonus points. I reckon, on, Pratt, I reckon Prattley came on. I reckon, reckon Prattley came on. Uh, for um, I don't know why, but I'm gonna go with Stephen Darby. Oh, 100% correct. Oh, well, in well, in so that's a bonus. I remember him coming on, Sam. Now on Alex. Um, Name one of them. There's there's two options. We're only gonna we're not gonna go to the third one because that gives equal amount of guesses if that makes sense. So, yeah. So you get right chance two more. You can pick one of them. I'll give you another point. I remember Prattley came on, but Sam's taken Prattley. So that means well, yeah, we've just confirmed we Prattley. Yeah. Prattley's come on. Albert Surrounding come on. Um the... Do you want me to remind you of the bench? Yes, please. I don't even bother Yves... with Mark Yves McAvoy. <laughs> Albert Saran. was Cyril the Swan. Mark Gower. Darren Prattley. Jazz Richards. Craig Beatty. Luke Moore. Mark Gower came on. I seem to remember Mark Gower coming on. Who, who did, did he didn't he? I need the full <sighs> substitute. It was Mark Gower for Leon Britton. That is correct. Hmm. They went back And the last one was Luke Moore for Joe Allen. Um, okay, let's oh, count the points. Game, so, Sam, you have got 11 points. I'll take that. Okay. I'll take that. Which is quite a good score. I, I think, think it's going to be tough me. to beat, I'll be honest. I think he's Alex, me, you've got nine. Nine! Come on! Oh, it's a heartbreak! Yeah. So Sam, well done. You are the winner of this Alex, week's you're doing the editing was... for the next month. <laughs> what was the team when Swansea beat Red in 4-2 at Wembley in May 2011? So well done, Sam. First guest to play our game. It's usually been me grilling Lee on his Swans knowledge. He's been quite good until the last one, then he had a bit of a mare. But um, well done. Thank you. Wasn't as easy as you thought like, in the end, was it? I, neither of us are coming ourselves in glory over there, particularly in the bench. Like, you know, I was I was happy. I thought Macalumbi might have picked me up a point, but I thought I might have nicked it with Macalumbi. But uh, I was quite consistent. I think you had a couple of your um, steals when we when was we were it? in the oh, first well. team, and that's what's done it. So you get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. Anyway, yeah, I know we got a bit longer than expected. Sometimes this game just you know it just it brings out it brings yeah. out your inner uh, your. <laughs> But it's all good. All worth it. All worth it. But I would like to thank you both for coming on. Sam, if you'd like to do a little pitch again to let everyone know where they can find your stuff and perhaps what you do, because obviously you're not fully focused on just Swansea. 
Yeah, no, we always do end up chatting about the Swans and some we, we chat uh, them in a way or the other, but uh, yeah, we, we, we're a bit uh, a bit daft. We've got a couple of segments. We we like a bit of a light-hearted news, uh, a bit of a Room 101 idea where we just let people rant. And, uh, General football we go yeah. for. Our favourite, though, is our what football means to me, hmm. where we, we get uh, typically comedians at the minute. At on, the minute, yeah. Um, we, we do like we're collecting comedians and uh, we're, we're asking them <laughs> what their favorite football memories are and uh, it's, it's a good old laugh so search up uh send them off podcast uh you'll find us youtube spotify wherever you get your podcasts uh you'll find us uh and on social media twitter it's probably our most active at send them off pod so yeah come along yes and i'll try to remember to put the links below so go and check them out go listen to some of their stuff if you like football but Want to listen to some little different responses to City all the time? That's the place to be and get a lot of different views from a lot of different people. So, always interested to listen. I do try and listen when I can. I was uh, I've listened to a couple recently, and it's a really good job, guys. So keep it up. Oh, um, but shall catch you soon, I guess. I'm sure we'll have you back yes. on at some point. Thank you very much for joining me. As always, everyone, let me know in the comments what you think about everything we discussed today. How how well did you do in the game? What do you think about the thumping of Burnley? Is it like red flag do we need to worry about it or is it just a case of like right you know let's not over exaggerate what's happened just one game let's move on and bounce back let us know in the comments don't forget to like the video as always and subscribe we're nearly there at 500 so really appreciate everyone that's done it so far and we shall catch you in the next videos thanks boys and see you again sports social podcast network the match has just finished and you're on your way home what better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a McNugget share box and a few tips with your mates? You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the muck delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering muck delivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.